Welcome to First Focus, a podcast of First Presbyterian Church in Columbia where we highlight various events and ministries around our church. My name is Josh Adair, and I'm one of your hosts. I'm also the pastoral intern for Biblical Counseling. My other co-host, Scott Hole, was unable to join me for this recording today. On today's show, we're going to be speaking with the director of our children's ministry, Hannah Lantman. Hannah is going to share with us about some of the ways that our children's ministry has been considering how they might help facilitate our family worship and also facilitate our continuing engagement with our church family in this season where we can't physically be together. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns about the show, please don't hesitate to contact us. You can actually contact us at podcast at firstprezcolumbia.org. That's podcast at firstprezcolumbia.org. Or you can check us out on the app. Let's get to the conversation. Welcome back to First Focus. I'm Josh Adair, one of your hosts, a pastoral intern for Biblical Counseling here at First Presbyterian Church. And with me today, we have Hannah Lampman, the director of our children's ministry here at First Presbyterian Church. Hannah, why don't you say hello? Hi, it's great to be here. Well, it's good to have you too, Hannah. And as many of you, our listeners, are probably familiar with our church in this new season of coronavirus and, and changes to our worship together has been trying to consider how we might still engage with one another and offer the hope that's found in God's Word in this time as we as we move to a time where we're not physically together as a church. And, and where Hannah enters into this conversation is she and our children's ministry department have been considering together as a team how they might help our families continue to worship together and how we might continue to actually be together when we're not together personally. So... Hannah, why don't you share some of the thoughts behind what you see our children's ministry doing in this next few days of how we're going to continue to do that? Well, a lot of it stemmed from the other night when Micah, my son, who's nine years old, he curled up beside me on the couch and he just looks at me and says, Mom, I'm scared. And do I need to be scared? And Micah, he struggles with fears. And as a family, what we do is we um, we quote a Bible verse, and especially Joshua 1, nine be strong and courageous. And Micah and I um, um, sat on the couch and we quoted the Bible verse together over and over. And just to help remind him that God is with him and he's with, with, he's, he's with each one of us. And I started thinking that our kids, they are feeling all those fears that we are feeling. And sometimes they don't always express them the same way that we express them, mm. but they are there. And how can we help them? How can we give them the tools to come to God with those fears? Yeah. And so I started pondering about having a memory challenge for our kids, calling it right now the Courage Challenge. And what we're looking at doing is providing 10 verses that are courage verses that our families can memorize together, and especially our kids, so that when they have those fears, you can, uh, as a parent, you can look at your child and say, what was that verse we're working on today? So over the next couple of weeks, families can work on these 10 verses, and then they can email me and let me know that their child has memorized them. And First Prez will provide a certificate, a courage certificate for them for completing that challenge. That's exciting. Yeah. So, so each of us have probably had that experience recently, if we have kids, of, of having to say, hey, kids, we're we're actually not going to go to church this Sunday. We're going to watch it on TV. And I remember even one of my sons recently asked me, uh, Dad, with all the people getting sick in the world, like, 
what what about my friends at church? Are they okay? Like, I'm scared too. And so I think it's a really common thing that a lot of our families have had to to learn to to work through together. But that sounds exciting to think about the way that God's Word has the power to cast out uh, our fear like that. So, But tell me, you were telling me too that we still need to think about how we're going to engage with each other. And so when we're not physically together, how is our children's ministry thinking we might help them learn to feel connected to their friends from church or connected to the body as a whole like that? Yes. As parents, we need to remember that we may be talking to our friends on the phone all day long, but our five-year-old isn't. They have no contact to their friends or emails. So how can we let them know that their friends are okay if they don't see them at church or don't see them at school? Sure. So I made a, a challenge for my boys to write one encouragement letter a day to a friend that can be someone from church or one of their other friends that they know. But I wanted to encourage it among our church families for their kids that they can write encouragement letters or emails to their to the other kids in their Sunday school classes. So what we're looking at doing is sending out permission email to families to ask if we have permission to share an email address or a mailing address to other families in their Sunday school classroom of their kids. And if they give us permission, we would send out that contact information to our Sunday school families so that our kids can stay in contact with each other. How encouraging would it be for a child to get to letters in the mail, maybe once a day, or an email from a friend that they haven't seen in a week, just to let them know everything's okay. Yeah, you were telling me that you were not, sadly, unfamiliar with that reality of our children needing to be reassured of one another's continued existence when we're not together, because you shared the story of even a group of toddlers after the flood, something you saw there. Like, Why don't you share that, just to continue to share that moment with our congregation about how our kids might perceive that? I remember several years ago when we had the flood here in Columbia, and it was a scary time for our families and for our kids. Mm-hmm. Even a group of toddlers in the nursery, they hadn't seen each other for a week, some of them for two weeks. And the Sunday they got together, I saw a group of about eight toddlers stand together in the middle of the nursery classroom. Now, these are kids that are around two or a little younger, standing in a circle and silent. I had never seen that in a nursery before. (laughs) And it was like they were looking at each other and had to know that each other was okay. And we forget that our kids feel those same things. Mm. Mm. And the more that we can do to let them know that while things are scary, things are okay, that we need to keep reassuring them. You know, it might be tempting to think we all have our different responses of how we've shared with our kids what exactly is going on. But even then, it's, it's like after a certain amount of time, our kids begin to pick up even on the smallest of changes in routine. And so... Any ways that we can begin to encourage one another and engage one another uh, while not together and remind each other that, hey, we're still here, God's taking care of us, is a collective witness of, of how God's at work in our, in our families and in our congregation. So those are exciting ideas, but that brings a third question. Is there a common place where we're going to host this content? Like, what, what are we looking at in terms of a place where our kids and our families can continue to engage and receive this content? Is it all going to be via email, or are there other means that we're looking at it as 
for the sake of communicating that to our families. We are setting up a First Prez Kids website through um, Google Web. And it is a place that we are like putting content, just like information about the Courage Challenge, the verses they are to memorize, but also just fun content that they can check daily where a Lego challenge where they can build some kind of Lego structure and then send a picture in mm. and we can post those pictures. Now we're going to be very sensitive because these are kids and so we're going to be sensitive on what we post, sure. but we want a place where our kids can have something fun to look forward to, to check daily. So it gives them a sense of community. We've also explored the idea of put their Sunday school lesson online for their kids to watch. So we're exploring and maybe linking that with the website. Oh, that's exciting. And we're also looking at ideas for parents. Like you have these kids in your in the house for this lawn. Sure. What are just some fun ideas, some craft ideas for them to do around the house? So also a resource for our parents as well. So we're just kind of exploring and looking for ideas of ways that we can keep our kids connected and help our families. Okay. Do you know any idea of when that might go live or or when we might be able to offer that to our families? I am hopeful that it could be by the end of the week in just a couple of days, but we're just kind of exploring that day by day. It's exciting to hear that this is something that our church wants to continue to offer, especially because, you know, it's just a new normal that's very not normal. And a lot of our families are having a just to. So it's in- encouraging to hear how God might use this in our congregation to be able to bless our families together. So, was well, there anything else that you might want to share about any visions of how we might want to help facilitate family worship or anything like that in this season too? Well, we're still exploring options, possibly putting children's bulletins online. So just keep looking. We're, we'll be sending out communication, but don't um, take this opportunity to take a break from church. Sure. Take this opportunity as a time to grow as a family in your worship. Absolutely. And so if, if there's an idea that a parent has that they would love to share with you, our children's ministry staff, who would they want to contact? I would love to have as many ideas as possible. Um, you can email me at First Prez. Um, it's hlampman at org. The best way is to email me, but I will be um, getting that at home. Well, wonderful. Well, Hannah, it's so exciting to hear how you guys are thoughtfully considering how we can continue to be together when we're not necessarily together and how we can continue to entrust God's truth to the next generation in such a scary time. So thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you. You've been listening to First Focus. For Hannah, as well as all of the staff at First Presbyterian Church of Columbia, I'm Josh Adair. Thank you for joining us. If you'd like to visit the newly formed Children's Ministry website to know more about the Courage Challenge or any of the other content Hannah mentioned, You can do so by visiting the following website. The address is sites.google.com forward slash view forward slash FPC Columbia Children's Ministry. Or you can check our app. Again, that website is sites.google.com forward slash view forward slash FPC Columbia Children's Ministry. If you have any comments, questions, or even an idea for an episode on our show, please don't hesitate to contact us. We hope you'll join us again next time, and until then, God bless.